Your business exists because you had the idea to start it. Everything begins in our minds. That's why your business results cannot outgrow your current level of thinking. Do you want to serve more clients, make more money, without working more or burning yourself out? Grow yourself first as a leader of your business, because that's who you are, a leader, even if you're the only person in your business right now. When you lead yourself first, the business results will always follow. My name is Maggie Perotkin. I'm an international business and leadership coach, an expert in business mindset, strategy, and high performance. I created the Diamond Effect podcast to help you elevate your thinking, expand your perspective, and through it, grow your business without overwhelm. So let's get started. Welcome, my friends, to Diamond Effect Podcast, episode 51. And today, we'll talk about your self-concept as a human being and your business. And I chose that topic because this is something I actually have been actively working on for the past few months. I'm recording this in June because at the end of the year, 2021, I left my corporate career of over 13 years. And of course, part of my self-concept was being a corporate leader or you know, an employee in a corporation, <clears throat> having some teams reporting to me and so on. And of course, it wasn't everything I was, but there was this part of me that as of January 1st, 2022, was no longer the present, but more of a past experience, right? That grew me, gave me some skills and different perspective and so on. So I want to share with you a little bit of my experience over the past six months of, you know, adapting to this new reality of mine, growing a full-time business, not having my job anymore, not being an MBA student anymore, and kind of shifting that self-concept. Because I believe like, as business owners or solopreneurs, we have passion for what we do, right? We started our businesses from the passion to serve people, help them with a vision to create impact. And especially in the beginning to lift the business off the ground and gain, give it a momentum, there is a lot of effort thought, like kind of cognitive energy and hard work involved to get it going, right? And make it successful and get it on the success track, let's just say your business, right? So that can become a trap where some people become fully absorbed in their business and they think about it 24-7, right? They worry that they're not going to have enough clients or enough money to the point where they cannot detach themselves from the business and enjoy life outside of that, right? Outside of ours. But for me, you know, being a high performing leader, being a high performer, the ability to detach yourself from 
the business and not think about 24-7 about it and be able to be present also in your personal life and what you do is vital and critical for you to function at your full potential, for you to also be able to give it your all to your business when you're working in it. Because when you drain yourself thinking about your business 24-7, worrying about it 24-7, you actually can't give it all when you're working in it. So, you know, there is some similarity, if you think about it, of a business being like a baby, right? That's, it's your idea, you're sort of giving birth to it. And the first few years are the hardest. And those of you who have children, I'm sure you know, you know, as much as babies are like just a bundle of joy, cute and adorable, raising a child from when they're born till about four, those are the hardest years for the parents. So, Of course, business and children are not the same, but there are some similarities in terms of effort uh, they require, right, from the parent. So when you're able to create a healthy relationship with your business in a sense that, you know, it challenges you, it pushes you to grow, yet at the same time, you can detach yourself from it when it's time to detach yourself and spend some personal time, whether it's your family, whether it's with yourself and your friends, you're able to do it smoothly without any challenges, right? And refuel yourself in other aspects of your life. Because as holistic human beings, we, you know, when we create harmony in our professional life, which is career or business, in our health, in our heart, which is relationships, right? Relationships with our family, with our friends, with other humans, also with our clients, in our soul, in our mind, right? Finances and the personal life. That's when we operate it best. And for me, for example, I started my business to be able to create that harmony in life that I didn't necessarily fear corporate world would allow me to that extent that I wanted, right? So I think that if you created your business and you're in full control of the decisions you make or the how do you react, where do you take your business, you know, how do you want to grow it, you can totally totally do it for yourself. It's available and possible for you. So as I say, like I want to share a little bit of my experience in the past six months, because before January 2022, I had, you know, additional sort of roles or part of my self-concept was a corporate leader or corporate employee. I was also an MBA student for three years. And then I was a business owner, a coach, and, you know, a mom and so on and so forth. And I, what I realized that as I was, you know, going to part my ways with the corporate world and graduate from the MBA almost at the same time, 
that there will be some adjustment for me in the new year. And there was a little bit like I knew that it's kind of like, you know, when you take vacation for a week or two. And I don't know if you notice, but usually, at least for me, the first couple of days is kind of like a detox from a day-to-day routine, day-to-day life, and getting myself immersed in the vacation experience where I, you know, again, you don't think about your job or your business or even like a day-to-day things, right? Like completely immersing yourself. So I knew that I would go through that type of detox, for lack of the better world, word from my corporate world and even my studies in the first couple of months of the new year. So, and I also knowing myself and even like the way I teach my clients, when you're making significant, when you want to make significant changes in your day-to-day habits, routines, and so on, it's very hard to do big changes, all the big changes right away and then maintain them for the long time. It's just too much for our brain to handle. It would require too much energy to maintain it. So I always suggest when you're creating a new habit or, you know, adjusting, you want to do it simple in the easiest way possible. So picking like little things that you can adjust, run them until they become sort of automatic and then add to it and compound those changes. So following my own teachings, I started doing the same. So I'll give you an example of my morning routine. Um, so before January, 2022, I've been getting up at 4.30 in the morning for three years, seven days a week, almost pretty much the whole year, maybe with the exception of like Christmas day or like maybe five days a year where I was getting up later because of holiday and so on. And I was doing that intentionally, not even not complaining about it and whatever, because that was my choice to be able to, you know, balance running my business, doing the executive MBA, and, you know, performing well in quite demanding corporate job. Um, So I chose getting up in the morning because it was giving me at least hour and a half each day where I could focus on my studies or I could do something for my business and so on. And those hour and a half, seven days a week compounded over three years to a lot of hours that I used very effectively, you know, towards my goals. Yet, it doesn't mean it was easy, right? <laughs> there were days where 4.30 in the morning was very hard to get my butt out of the bed and get going. So I decided that now in the new year 2022, where the only student I am now is the student of my business, student of my life, but there's no more MBA. And I do not need to juggle my corporate um, job and the business. And I can just focus on my business and the personal life. I decided to make Sundays as sleep as long as you want days and thoroughly enjoy it, right? So I implemented that, I think, in 
February. So January, I wasn't yet ready. There was still catch up that I sort of had to do and some unwinding, as I said, from the corporate job. But as of January, I implemented it. And if you notice, I haven't done like the whole weekend, which is my ultimate goal. It's a weekend to make those days sort of, you know, more just sleep in and so on. And I'm not sure if Saturday will be like sleep as long as you do or just maybe till six and so on because I truly enjoy the mornings. I truly enjoy getting up very early when everything is quiet, when nobody's up yet and I just can focus on, you know, have my morning routine and do things in quietness. So Saturday is not decided, but Sunday is, right? So I picked just one day that was the easiest for me to do. And that's what I implemented, right? Um, And it's been working really well. Another thing that I sort of adjusted was a little bit of my morning routine. So I've added to the morning routine because now, again, I have all the time to focus on my business and... I wanted to do a little bit more of self-care. So I added some additional aspect to my morning routine so that now my morning routine is about hour and 15 minutes, I would say, okay? Another thing that I'm actively slowly working towards, or actually, yeah, I've been slowly working towards, is ensuring that I'm flexible and I not put myself so many commitments where I cannot take a day off whenever it's, you know, my kids, for example, require it. So throughout the spring, my daughter had um, competitive dance where I could, without any guilt that used to accompany me in my corporate world, trying to take the days off when she had competitions during the week, or kids PA days that I used to usually work through and very rarely I would take off to create time to spend with them and manage my weeks in a way where that's not a problem and I'm not behind by any means and so on. And you know what? It seems easy to do, but it's not necessarily that easy when you have a habit developed for years on end when the work, right, the professional life, it's almost dominant during the regular week, right, where you have so much going on that you think, oh, my God, if I take a day off, like I'm going to think about it and so on, right? And That's the whole thing about creating habits and even shifting your mindset that, yes, it's very easy to do like one-off things, but to create a habit out of it where your brain doesn't go to that default programming that it developed over the years takes intention and time. So, you know, and I did notice, you know, even for myself where I would you know, take on some engagements or meetings and so on. And then a couple of weeks ahead of time when I was planning a day off with PA days, with the PA days, with the kids, I would notice like, oh, I have all those meetings I need to move, right? So I'm I'm figuring out, okay, how do I do it 
without taking on those commitments way ahead of time. So I don't even need to re, you know, reschedule and so on. And then some things are easy to do. So for example, school calendar, as it turns out, is created way in advance. And I can book those days a year in advance, knowing where my kids will be off. Some of those things like you know, competition for my daughter. It's definitely, I don't know about it all year in advance, but even training my brain to go there first and think about, okay, here's the personal time that I want to have. And I'm going to schedule that into my calendar first and then work around it with my business. Where in my corporate job, that was the opposite usually okay and so it just allows me to remember like I I'm still in the mindset where I'm intentionally remembering why I started my business right to have that flexibility to be able to spend time with my family whenever I wanted however long I wanted and so on and not my old habits take over and we are all creature of habits. And whether it's intentional or not, until we replace certain habits with the new ones, our brain will tend to go to that default programming, right? So what I want to share also with you is sort of like that one self-concept that I think is encompassing all the other roles that we play, that it can be beneficial to think about because then it's easy to take it like oh I'm this because sometimes I even I feel I see in my clients who are just starting the business it's sometimes challenging to sort of balance those two parts oh I'm building myself concept as a service provider so I started a business as a VA or social media manager or designer and so on and I need to build up my self-concept as a professional expert in that field so when I go out there and market my business I have the confidence where my clients trust me right nobody wants to buy from a designer who when they talk about design they're nervous and it feels like they don't know what they're talking about, right? Or nobody wants to buy coaching from a coach who is nervous talking about business, in my case, right? <laughs> so building and, and the nervousness talking about it doesn't necessarily come from the lack of knowledge, but from that not self-concept of being a business coach or being a designer or being a VA, not being fully developed with because whatever you were doing prior, if it wasn't that, right, it's your dominant self-concept. So building that part of your self-concept plus building part of being the owner and the CEO of your business and maintaining whatever you had for purpose personal life, right, can be challenging. So that's why when I think about myself and I'm switching sort of from, you know, one era of my life to another, I think of myself as being a leader. And that's why I'm all about leadership, even in this podcast, because a leader is that self-concept that encompasses 
everything else. And here's what I mean by that. First and foremost, we are the leaders of ourselves, of our actions, of our reactions, of our thoughts and emotions. We can control those things 100%. And that's where personal self-development comes in when we grow ourselves and we develop as a leader of ourselves. It's so much easier to then lead your business as a CEO, lead your clients as a service provider, lead your family or your community if you're a volunteer, and lead anything else you want to lead, right? Lead your personal life if you want. So when you think about it, it's like a tree where your self-concept as a leader, starting with leading yourself, is that strong root and foundation that will support any other role you ever play in your life. And adjusting or switching those roles, it's not becoming somebody else, but just the bigger and more of a beautiful tree you already are. It's just adding branches to that while you have foundational roots as a leader. Okay, so today... The little coaching in this episode or challenge I have for you is think about is, do you think yourself as a leader, right? Do you consider yourself as a leader, leader who takes responsibility for their actions, their reactions, the way they think, emotions, their their actions, I said, right? Leader who trusts themselves to make the best decisions for them, their business, and others, and in the personal life, right? Leader who knows that they don't know it all, that learns, learns through their successes, learns through their failures, and doesn't make their failures mean anything about them, okay? How many business owners... Either they set, for example, goals in their business, and then when they don't, when they don't uh, meet them, they identify with, let's say, those mistakes or failures, and say, "I'm a failure. I'm not worthy," or "or I failed," as opposed to, "No, no, no." I just had a goal, and I had a theory how to achieve those goals, and that theory didn't work. But it doesn't mean that as a human being, as a leader, I'm less of or not worthy of and so on. I just need to see what didn't work in my theory and then improve it and go on, right? Or on the opposite spectrum, how many people don't set goals, whether it's in their life or in their business and so on, because they don't want to feel like a failure. They don't want to feel disappointed if they don't meet that goal. Again, because they attach their self-identity to the goal, self-concept to the business or the goal, right? So as I said, do you consider yourself as a leader? If yes, awesome. So then think about Are there any shifts that you're working on 
Maybe you want to make shifts, but you weren't intentional about it. And maybe there's something you can do a shift, just like I'm making a shift in sort of parts of my self-concept, right, as a leader. And then maybe to think about what needs your attention. And if you don't consider yourself a leader, I want to ask you, why not? And I want to challenge you to think about if you were a leader, where are you already a leader? What are the areas, the things that you do that you already show you are a leader? All right, my friends, that's it for today. I hope I got you some perspective and thinking for the week and see you next week. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening today. If this podcast resonated with you, please come back. Also, you can leave a review on whatever platform you're listening. And if you have a suggestion, question, or a topic you would like me to talk about, let's get in touch via email. Email me at maggie at stairwaytoleadership.com. See you in the next episode.